Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. It's just me today, folks. Sweet tea and baby Micah needed a little rest, and so we're going to pick up with new morning mercies. But before we jump in, I just want to give you guys a quick reminder that starting December 14th is when we'll do day one of our 12 Days of Christmas giveaway. And then uh, tomorrow, December 13th, is when we'll put a little Google Doc in the description for you guys to see what gifts were given out, and then also submit if that's a gift that you would potentially like to win. So be on the lookout for tomorrow's description of the podcast, and I'm just going to go and jump into today's devotional. A little preface, the first half of it is a good chunk of scripture, and it kind of reads like a poem, and honestly, I've already read it. It's insanely beautiful, so if you're in a place where you're not driving, if you can close your eyes and just listen to it, I really encourage you just to just receive this scripture that I'm going to read over all of us right now. It's Isaiah chapter 53, verses 1 through 4 and 7 through 9, and it says this, Who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of the dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away, and as for his generation who considered that he was cut out of the land of the living, stricken for the transgressions of my people, and they made his grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death, although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth. It is incredibly encouraging to think about as you and I make our way through a world that is marked by hatred by violence, by injustice, by racism, by betrayal, by disloyalty, selfishness, abuse, and many other forms of relational sin and brokenness. It is something that needs to be remembered in those moments when you have been sinned against in some way. Listen carefully at what I'm going to say next. Jesus was willing to be despised. He was willing to face rejection. He was willing to subject himself to hatred and to violence. He was even willing to have the Father turn his back on him. Why was he willing to do all of this? He did it willingly so that as his children, you and I would be able to live in the hope and peace of knowing that no matter what we face in the human community, we are perfectly and eternally loved by him. He endured rejection so that we would know God's accepting love forever and ever and ever. How amazing is this grace? And, you know, sometimes I think we forget this. I think, we've, I think we can sometimes forget the magnitude of what Christ did for us and what he went through and the bridge that he created between us and him. I remember whenever I was struggling to understand this 
this like form of theology uh, and this form of connection and relationship with Christ, one of my mentors had told me that, Chad, even if Christ only needed to die for you, if you were the only person on earth that needed atonement for their sin, he would still come down and die just for you. That's how much he loves you. And it made it so much more personal where I didn't feel like there was just this kind of blanket like, oh yeah, Jesus died for our sins. It felt like, no, 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 he died for me. Like he died for me, for me, Chad, he died for me and he died for you. I don't know your name who's listening, but he died for you. I'm going to read exactly what that devotional said again. Jesus was willing to be despised. He was willing to face rejection. He was willing to subject himself to hatred and violence. Jesus was beaten and by his stripes, we are healed. I think we need to meditate on this a little bit more, more frequently uh, it's so easy for us to get distracted in the world. Tor and I talk about all of the time because it's probably something that we struggle with. But it's so easy just to get consumed by our own daily issues and daily routines and daily distractions that we forget the sheer magnitude of what he did for us. And it is important for us to, no matter what we're going through, do our best to take a step back and remember eternity And remember that no matter what we go through relationally in our communities or in life and business and whatever, no matter what we go through, we are perfectly and eternally, emphasis on eternally, that's forever, by the way, loved by him. And we need to make sure that we're not uh, valuing and esteeming cheap substitutes of him that we find comfort in or that we find heightened uh, emotions in in replacement of him. Because all those things will moth and rust. They will fade away. They will hurt us in the end, but his love will always save us. It will always heal us. It will always be here for us. I'm going to pray this out. Lord God, thank you for what you did for us on the cross. Thank you that you walk with us every single day, God. Thank you that you're here with us in spirit. Thank you that you coach us, you lead us, you love us, you encourage us, God. God, if there's anyone who's out there who's not feeling connected to you right now, Lord, would you just press into them right now? Would you give them a little God wink? Would you would you help them know that you are here for them, God? Would you do it for me? Lord, would you just help us feel connected to you to know that we're walking with you? And would you help us to to ignore all those distractions that are put in front of us every single day? And would you help us to not necessarily belittle our hardships, God, but further esteem the greatness of what you accomplished on our behalf, God? You bridged us to have relationship with you for eternity, God, that this life is but a vapor and we can have peace and confidence knowing that we are going to be perfectly loved forever and ever by you you, Lord. In your sense, let me pray. Amen. Well, amen, y'all. Now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Don't forget that you are God's masterpiece, and don't forget that we love you. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Adios. Adios.